This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. This is Will and MJ back in the Triple M studio. Yes. We had a false start last night, Will, in my apartment where we recorded a podcast. Yep. It didn't work great in terms of my recording and uh, screwed up the levels. But the good news is we've made full use of the Triple M studio this afternoon. And even better news is there's much more stuff to talk about this morning. Better mics, more content. I know. With I'm... or without permission to be in here. No, we've sort of snuck in. No one said anything yet. So if we get cut off quickly, you'll know, you'll know what's happened. Yep. Will, I want to start today with a bit of a choose-your-own-adventure because there's two Ooh. stories today. You know I love these. That spark my interest. Yeah. I don't know where to start um, and which one you'd be more interested in. It's not really a choose-your-own-adventure because we'll end up doing both. We can do both, but which one do you want to start with? I'm ex- equally excited about both stories. The first... All right, give me give me the options in a cryptic sort of... All right, the first involves a former test cricketer being t- kicked off a flight. <laughs> well, I know, yeah. <laughs> the second involves a cheer squad. Being sanctioned by the AFL for, well, cheering. Hmm. I don't know the second story, so we'll save that one. Let's start with Michael Slater. (laughs) I hoped you'd want to start there. Now, although I don't really know a lot of the details about slats. Well, that's what we're going to run through them here. Great. I've got the nine uh, news article up here, which I feel like is the most trustworthy source for this story because he's gone to Channel 7. Yep. So Channel 9 will be after some dirt about him. He and was in their stable for many years. Many years. So he's deflected. Ten plus. But I don't think they'd be trying to protect him. No, no. Well, it's not in their interest anymore. No. So I I reckon we start there with Channel 9's report. So okay. let, let's see what happened. Former Australian cricketer Michael Slater is reportedly in hot water after being kicked off a Qantas flight on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Hasn't said too much there. According to Radio TGB, so Channel 9 are automatically distancing themselves. Yep. The former opening batsman was involved... Actually, Channel 9 own TGB, so... Oh, do they? Maybe. The former opening batsman was involved in a shouting match with two women prior to takeoff in Sydney. Slater then allegedly locked himself in the bathroom of the plane. Really? And refused to come out, resulting in the plane being delayed by 30 minutes. That would be a nightmare, but that's one of those delays where I think if you're a fellow passenger, you'd be like, this is a ripping yarn. <laughs> I can say I was on that flight where Slats lost the plot. Where Slats, if you, like, look, you should lock yourself in a bathroom of a toilet. It you, just depends you, on how long. Like if, if he just yeah. went in there to use the toilet, that's fine. Yeah. But, no, no one's doing a half hour wee. No. But don't they have a, they would have some sort of external unlocking system. They must. Surely. They, it's Michael, a plane. Michael, please come out. Yeah. How much knocking? Like you get, Excuse me, sir. Like, you see how frustrated the air hostesses get when that you don't put your tray table up? <laughs> yeah. Let alone if you won't lose, leave the bathroom for yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. That, that's a fair knock. Uh, Half an hour. We'll go on. He's been involved. This is a report from Macquarie Radio's Nick Fergus. Yep. He's been involved in an extremely heated argument. We'll chuck allegedly in there as well. Nick yeah. hasn't. This has been described as not a run-of-the-mill argument. So not just your average argument. Yeah. This, this wasn't was just about overhead baggage space. No. no. <laughs> this wasn't about them running out of the chicken. Yeah. The, the women in front hadn't put their seats back. Yeah. This wasn't run-of-the-mill. Do you reckon he knew the women? We haven't discovered that yet. No. Like, if they're just other women, if there are other passengers or he knew both women. Oh, well, we'll get to that. Might yeah. come up. Keep reading. It was swearing and it was getting worse as they moved to their seats. Macquarie Radio's Nick Fergus. This this is quite ugly. This this stinks of areas that we really shouldn't be delving into. Poor Slats. No one wants to hear. No one looks good out of this. Slats, Qantas, the women. 
The women, the air hostesses, the toilet yeah. lock. No, the toilet <laughs> lock comes out of this out glowingly. <laughs> now, Will, the other story I was interested in today, you're fully across, which is the Dale Thomas story. Well, there's, there's two. You said there was a cheer squad that got in trouble for too much cheering. Well, we'll get back to that because that, I think, links in with the Dale Thomas story. Right. Because it's Carlton's cheer squad. Oh, okay. So we've got a Carlton theme. Mm. <laughs> I feel like every AFL podcast has a heavy Carlton theme this week. They're in trouble, the Blues. Our, uh, ours will be a bit funner if you're a Carlton supporter. Mm. Our Carlton chat shouldn't be so dark. <laughs> well, they're, they're good, Carlton. They're, their spine's good. <laughs> There's a bit of my analysis for you, Will. They've got good young players, MJ. They do. They're on the rise. They've got a future. There's green shoots. <laughs> They're definitely on the rise because they couldn't get any Oh, no, they can't be on the fall. No. Now, Dale Thomas has pled guilty. You're aware of his sanction yep. following the debacle against the Giants. Mm-hmm. He was demonstrative to an umpire mm-hmm. and the details have come out. Now, people were saying, because uh, they couldn't find any footage of the incident. So it couldn't have been him talking to a field umpire because people would have found it. So people were just assuming it was a boundary umpire and maybe it was something to do with, um, the ball going over the line, or maybe it was at the, at a center bounce Mm -hmm. when the, uh, boundary umpires join in and make sure everyone's in their appropriate positions, of course, with the six, six, six. Yep. And it turns out that was the, uh, area of the field that it took place. And Dale Thomas pled guilty. Agreed with all the facts. He told umpire Michael Barlow, not mm. sure if that's the Fremantle is slash the Giants same? player. Is that what he's doing this year? Don't know. Another one. They, no, they, they wouldn't have played together, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's him. Mm-hmm. Michael Barlow instructed the Giants that they had an extra man inside 50. Mm. So they had broken the 666 rule, but the ball hadn't been bounced. So, so it was a warning. Oh, a warning. I'm not sure if it was their second warning because mm-hmm. obviously allowed one, which is, yeah. you know up for conjecture as it is. Mm-hmm. And Thomas has noticed this and he goes, you can't tell them that. You can't tell them that dickhead. You're an effing cheat. Now, okay. in Thomas's defense, mm. I a hundred percent agree with Daisy. You can't pick sides. No. You're an umpire. You're an arbiter of the rules. Yeah. You've got to allow them to make the mistake. So they learn. Exactly. You can't just jump in and preempt a mistake. Yeah. So are we on Daisy's side for the first part when he calls him a dickhead? Um, yeah, calling him a cheat's a bit rough because that's implying that the umpire's got so, got a horse in the race. So no, neither of us were at the tribunal last night. No, but I would have. No, liked, I'm going off quotes from a tweet. Do they did like if, did the the effing cheat? Yeah. D- did that grant by itself the seven thousand five hundred dollar fine, or was that about five thousand yeah. dollars worth? Or was it a package deal? The package deal. The dickhead was worth two and a half thousand. Oh, if you got a fine, if you got two yeah. and a half grand for saying dickhead, then yeah. <laughs> there'd be there'd be oh, two and a half fines. grands all over the joint. Oh, imagine the end of season trip for the AFL executives if the fines for saying the dickhead. Um, the umpires would get first class <laughs> so, flights to so each game. Effing cheats the issue here, is it? I think a it's bit. not even the effing. Mm. I think you can you might give away a free kick for saying effing to an umpire. Yeah. Implying that the umpire's a cheat is an issue. Is that the issue? What's the worst possible thing you can call an umpire or say to an umpire that doesn't get oh, we're gonna super go. personal? Are you sure you want to go there? Yeah. Because uh, implying they're a cheat mm. is just about it. Well, that's the other C word would be yes, bad. Yes, of course. Would that but, crack 7,500? But would you, what if you had a go at, say, their their off-field profession? What, if you If you said... You're just a primary school teacher. Yeah. 
their weight. You're a loser. Their weight. The way they look. Perhaps their their baldness. Their mate, you've got a bald spot. Would you get in trouble for that? If you just pointed out their receding hairline, yeah, like, would that be worth a fine? What if you, what if you uh, implied that they were a virgin? Grey areas, isn't There's it? A, very much grey areas. We, we've, we've, so how far can you go before copping a fine? We've opened Pandora's box here, and I think Daisy <laughs> is set a dangerous precedent. I wish I hope we get. Uh, or should I go to? The, we get media training when you work in radio. Yeah. About the words you can and cannot say. Yep. When you're on radio, and every year there's a slide on the PowerPoint presentation <laughs> that just lists all the words you can't say, and they're uncensored. <laughs> they're uncensored. It's a funny slide. <laughs> it's a great slide. Virgin's not on there. I'm, no, I'm fine. No, Virgin's fine. <laughs> hey, receding airlines. Talking no about the airline. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Will. Yes. They say that the fish rots from the head. I think, is that the same? <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah. And Carlton it, yeah. has been a non-stop rot since they went down to GWS by just under 100 points. Yep. As we discussed, Daisy in plenty of trouble for calling an umpire an effing cheat. Yes. And dickhead. Now, the, the saying you uh, just mentioned before implies mm. weak leadership. Terrible leadership. And you've delved into Carlton. So where is this going? Well... Carlton fans are in hot water because they have been sent an email or letter. I'm mm. not sure of the logistics of it, but they've been sent a please explain from the AFL over a chant that went something along, along the lines of umpire, you're a wanker. Right. Now, when you say the fish rots from the head, are mm. you saying that the cheer squad are the head of the fish or are they towards the tail? <laughs> no. I would say the rot's gone that far. That is now, it's now slipped right down the fish. <laughs> to be fair, they're making the banner and they have the big pom poms. Yeah. I'm thinking because the, 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 the tail of the fish would be your three game members and maybe just yes. your casual supporters. Mm. They're they're towards the where the fl- the the momentum of the flipper. Yes. Sort of. <laughs> Not up near the gills, but... So. I'm thinking the cheer squad are those other fish that just attach to the bottom of the rotting. That sort of jump onto a That's shark it, yeah, exactly. and cl- cling on for the ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where... And, so they're, and they're rotting too. The rot's gone to a secondary fish. That's how bad the situation in is. If the cheer squad were part of the fish, there'd still be meat in the... You could still eat it. You'd have to cook it very, yeah, very yeah. <laughs> Will. Yes. I have a ghost story. I didn't believe in ghosts until two nights ago. <laughs> yep. Uh, I was awoken at about, it was actually not about, it was 20 past 12. Oh, you know that for certain? Yeah, because I looked at my phone. Yep. And my phone told me it was 20 past 12. <laughs> as, and, as phones do. Uh, and I'm going, what the hell? I, I, norm- I never wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then I hear someone knocking at my door. And then you know how you wake up in a bit of a daze and you go, what was that? So I sort of jumped up and then there was another knock and I'm going, Bloody hell, should I answer it? But I'm in an apartment by myself and I thought, oh, I don't want to answer it. So it was definitely a knock at your door? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then um, the lift outside my apartment door, I heard that engage and went down. So, well, the person's obviously left now, so I was able to get back to sleep. You can hear that from your bed? Just. You can hear it in the distance. Like, right. Yeah. It's the whoosh. But yeah. And I was, no, I was up at this stage. Yeah. I was close to the door trying to work out what was oh, going right. on. Oh, right. And so I was, you know, I could hear it clearly. So I've found that very strange because no one should be allowed to get up to my floor wheel. Yeah. Unless they are from that floor. 
Unless they're from that floor. And I thought, no one's, I don't even know anyone on the floor. Why were they knocking at my door at 20 past 12 on a Monday morning or yeah. Sunday night? I uh, went to the building manager. I said, an un- I had an unusual incident on my floor on last night. You went the next morning? Yeah. Would you mind checking the CCTV? He's checked it. No one on the floor over that time period. He watched that. I said, here's the exact time and what happened. Wow. But then he said, at the exact time I told him, the lift doors opened. Nobody got in or out. And then the lift went down to level one for no reason. Phantom doors. Was was the lift already on level four or did it go from floor to four he couldn't back t- to one? He couldn't tell. He just saw the doors open and close and then open again on level one. And no one was around. That is unbelievable. And I had a knock on my... I was woken by a knock on the door. You definitely heard a knock. <laughs> what else would I have been woken up? That's astonishing. So I'm... I'm, it's, it's rattled me a bit, to be honest. You know, so there's option one. Yeah. A, a ghost took the lift, knocked on your door and left. Yeah. Because did you see the vision of the elevator? No. You know, he wasn't allowed to show me the vision. I'm just taking his word for it. So option two. What's option? Well, there's clear. Yeah. All right. Option two. It was sloppy security. Someone's come up, knocked on your door. <laughs> oh, good dream. And he's gone... I reckon if this, I wonder if this idiot will buy a ghost story. <laughs> if this gets out. So do you think he's trying to protect his own crappy security by trying to Look, I'm saying there's two, there's two options. <laughs> Actually. Okay. One involves ghosts. <laughs> oh, do, you that, do you reckon there are like five hell's angels at my door and he's gone, jeez, I can't let him know that I'm f***ed up here. I mean, stuffed up here. <laughs> MJ. Sorry. It's a podcast. You can edit this. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a beep in there. Anyway, this has been fun, MJ. Yeah. Uh, anything else to wrap us up with? Actually, I, I didn't mind that ghost story, Will. I th- yeah. I think it's more interesting than football. There's a lot of footy podcasts around. Yeah. I think there could be a market for mystery podcasts. Not many get... talk about letters going to the, the head of the banner cheer squad, though. That's that's true. That that's is a how, niche. That, that is, is a niche. niche. Could, we do an, could we do a footy? Uh, sorry. Could <laughs> a we, footy. Could we do a footy and ghost podcast? Hmm. Like footy. This ghost. episode definitely counts as a footy ghost podcast. It does. It, it, it pigeonholes us. <laughs> we got a few other in us. <laughs> We're really building a rod for our backs. We can't. We need to meet that benchmark every week. That's true. I mean, what if we get to you know two weeks time? We're out of ghost content. That's true. But we'll hey, think, you've hey. just got to build these benchmarks for yourself. And, hey, and we'll think about it. <laughs> definitely needs thinking about. This is Footy and Ghost Podcast. Will and MJ. We'll be back next week. And what about footy, ghosts, and crime podcast? Is ghosts and crime, is that like a slash? Is that all encompassing? Yes. Yeah, or do yeah. we need footy, ghosts, and crime? We... I have a crime story for next week, actually. Oh, you don't want to go now? No. Save it. Okay. Save it. All right. Charges this is, pending. This is the footy, crime, and or ghost, and or ghost podcast. Supernatural podcast from Will and MJ. Please jump on our Facebook page. Shoot a message on Facebook. Exactly. Yeah, we love feedback. and Will and MJ you, on Facebook. If you send us anything, we'll read it out. Absolutely. Likely. 100%. No, I'm, I'm willing to read every message we receive. I'll read out in full next week. As long as they're largely positive. And largely ghost stories. <laughs>